Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen when they're taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Don't forget, if you're looking to shop this holiday season for somebody in your family that is a coffee lover, well then do it at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. That's the place to go. They've got everything that you can find in the uh, the coffee shop itself. All of their brewed coffees are available there to you, along with a lot of great gifts for the coffee lover in your life. Mugs, and of course, you know, Strange Brew logo wear, which is always cool. And you can always just grab a gift card if you're looking to do the same thing and, and you know, send somebody back up here to Starkville. So, strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, that's where you do your holiday shopping. Speaking of holiday shopping, collegecornerstore.com is another place you need to be this holiday season. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, somebody in your family loves Mississippi State. They want maroon and white merchandise. Collegecornerstore.com is the place to get it. Don't forget, Black Friday will be here in just over a week. There'll be great specials at both College Corner locations in the Jackson area, the Ridgeland and the uh, Flowwood locations. Check them out. I'll be tweeting what they're doing. And, of course, collegecornerstore.com. That's where you'll be shopping online. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Just such a unique menu, something that you, you never had before and you can't have anywhere else. Humble Taco is the only place serving up the tacos the way they do. So, next time you're in Starkville, come by, grab a margarita, grab some chips and salsa, and enjoy some unique and delicious Mexican food at Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs. I did go to Firehouse Subs for dinner last night. I did have a meatball sub, and it was delicious. Good for you. I felt good about myself. Let me turn on your mic so you can oh. actually talk today. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. Hey, Dad. <laughs> I see through your plan. I'm trying to silence you. Like, I don't know what happened to Robbie, but this whole podcast <laughs> is just me. Well... Getting back to Firehouse Subs, though, and, and they make it easy. Like I said, you just order on the app, you walk in, you pick it up, you're out, and you've got your reward points there. And those reward points come quickly when you're ordering with the Firehouse Subs app. Locations in Starkville, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, Madison, and Oxford. I mean, you know, they're, they're going to be last every time I mention them for the re- until the Egg Bowl is over. That's where, that's where they belong. No offense to the fine people who work there. I'm sure they're nice. But... You got to do what you got to do. Firehouse subs. Next time you're in the mood for lunch, that's where you need to head. All right. It's Rumblings Day. We got a ton of questions. We're just going to jump right into them. I'm not going to have any mercy today, though. Didn't lock. No question. Yeah. That w- last week was, I, I was nice and I convinced you right. that we should do that. So if we have avid listeners, you they should have complied. Say? You know what I say? If you didn't lock your, uh, your tweet, your mind's not right. You got to get your mind right in all things. All right, we're going to start with a question from Martin Smith. Why do people continue to pump up Jimbo Fisher as some great coach? He screams to me nine wins a year. That's a hell of a lot of cash for mediocrity. 
well, I mean, there are a lot of coaches getting paid six, seven million dollars a year to deliver five wins a year right now. Yeah. He is a good, really good coach, mm-hmm. an elite recruiter. But you know, is he? Is anybody outside of Nick Saban worth nine million dollars a year? I would have said Dabo before this year. Yeah, I don't think anybody is. Has dropped that down. I mean, Nick Saban is worth it because you know without a shadow of a doubt he is going to be in the playoff discussion no matter what. Nobody else is. I'll tell you in two months if Kirby Smart is. And and even even him, I mean, they've been to the national championship, but they haven't won anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let me let him win. He's gonna have to win. If he wins, yeah. But I mean because the way he's recruiting, they're gonna stay in this spot. We've given Jimbo Fisher a pass because he's won a national title. Yeah. He left Florida State in the dump. In a dump. I mean, they were not good. There is- at, at Texas A&M, he, he, he didn't inherit this terrible situation no. at Texas A&M. No. They, they were a top 15 recruiter. They have top 15, top he's 10 money. He's still a top 10 coach in college football, though. Yeah, but I just don't I, – I think he's overhyped. I, I mean, I, He's overpaid, for sure. He, he, is, he has lost this year to two teams that were inferior to him talent-wise. Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Right. I, think what you, and, and, I think what you get with Fisher is – you know that he's an elite recruiter who worked under Saban, so he knows the formula a little bit. But every every Saban assistant is just a lesser version of Saban. Yes. Smart seems to be the closest one. With that said, he was he's the first one that's beat Saban. That's true. Too. He, there, the, the potential is high there mm-hmm. for Fisher, but is right now I just I, I've been in I've been in wait and see mode with Texas A and M yeah. since two thousand and Thirteen, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a program it's that's always, way overhyped. That's two different coaches too that have underachieved. Yes. So, so and and this whole thing, you know, like, well, I'm I'm staying with A and I'm not going to LSU. Well, why would he? He's met. He's getting unless LSU is going to give him a hundred million guarantee. He got a two million dollar pay raise for, for finishing nothing. second in the SEC West, and he's going to finish fifth this year, possibly. Uh, let's see here. How many quarterbacks are we going to lose because Will Rogers will be destroying records for the next two to three years? Somebody's going to transfer. Of Greek and Robertson, one of them's going to go. There's no question about that. Yeah. I, I mentioned this last night on um, the live chat I did. Mm-hmm. Are you, on, you just have you gotten live working yet? Yes, my live's working. Now? Uh, well, it, you don't really have to get verified. Mm-hmm. You just have to – they have to kind of vet your account and make sure you're not going to do something stupid. I got you. So it takes 24 hours to go through. Okay. So I did a post game recap the other day. I did a um, you know I was I was thinking about that. I was like maybe I should do that. And then I was like, I do this podcast five days a week. I do a radio show five days a week. What the hell else do I have to talk about? Yeah, like I, I don't have anything more to talk about. Yeah, I mean I I'm kind of I'm there too. Yeah. But I was talking about that last night and that you know Will Rogers is going to be really difficult to knock off. Yeah, that top spot. But you can definitely say, I think for certain, one of those two will not be here after next year. Yeah, I agree. At least next year. I agree. I think Sawyer sticks it out. I think he tries to make it through the spring and in the fall and try to win that job. Mm -hmm. But I would be shocked if he stays on. Just because both of those guys are basically the same eligibility-wise right now. Will Rogers has a year on him. By the time Will Rogers graduates, he'll get one year as a starting quarterback. Right. If if things plus if go chalk, you're Sawyer, you're probably looking ahead to, to Arch Manning coming to Mississippi State. So yeah, I mean, who wants to who wants compete to with that? that yeah. uh, let's see here, uh, Peyton Neely. If you go back in time and watch a movie in any movie in theaters again, which movie would it be? So I, I assume that I can watch any movie. I can go back and watch The Godfather, which came out before I was born. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is that what we're going to take from this question? 
Yeah, I think All that's right. probably. Then go the ahead with your answer. I have mine. Uh, it would probably be the like the first Star Wars. That was exactly my answer. Well, when it debuted in the seventies, yeah. like it was just such a huge yeah thing that that'd probably be it. But I'd want it like remastered, and you know, like the new like they've gone through made it HD or, or whatever they've done to touch it up. So the surround sound. See, I would I, want it. I, I want all it. that. I, I don't, I don't want it, it as it as it was. I don't. That that wouldn't be. I have. I have seen it as it was. Yeah, but I want to. I want to be. I want it to be the remastered version of it with surround sound. I take it back. I take it back. I'm on the same page though. I want to go see Empire. I want to be in the theater when everybody else realizes Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah, because like, that was there, a revelation. Was there like right an there. audible gasp in the theaters when that happened. That was a revelation. The, the 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 thing that I've seen that had the biggest reaction. Was probably Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame. What Molnir? When they all came, when they all came oh, okay. back through, the biggest reaction. Everybody was theater. like, everybody just started clapping. See, I can't stand that. That's the, I didn't do it, but it, but it was kind of it was kind of chill bump inducing. When the, everybody, the big reaction for me was when Cap, Captain America grabbed the hammer. Yes, that's when everybody went nuts. All right, all right. Jared Thomas, uh, is the air raid offense a war of attrition offense with the ca- crossing routes, long passing routes? Does it seem like it's a defense designed to wear down the the de- so it's like an offense designed to wear the defense down, like smash mouth in a di- but in a different way? You could tell towards the end of the third quarter, defenses just looked tired when was Mississippi State is clicking. Yes, and I think. I think Mike Leach would be very proud to call his offense a war of attrition offense. Yeah. As a man who studies warfare, he'd probably be all about this. We've talked about this before and how the offense will just, if you're running it the correct way, it's just going to drain you. I mean, think about a defense, you know, just constantly having to defend these little five-yard passes. Mm -hmm. Every now and then you shoot one out there for 15 yards. Right. I mean, it's it's not a hurry-up offense. Mm -hmm. But it will slowly grind you down. We saw it's, that. I thought we saw it against it, the when it looked its best. Mm-hmm. I thought was against A and M, Kentucky, and Auburn. Mm-hmm. That's when the defense Long is drives just, ten plus plays. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's runs or passes. Ten plus play drives take a lot out of the defense. Yeah. Uh, also, Jared asked if I am muted. Can I get a reprieve from be unmuted? You weren't muted, so I don't know what we're talking about here. I think he was at some point. I mean, he's not. Okay. If you if you've I, read his I just read his question. If you so. read his question then Yeah. Let's see here. Uh Alan Lundy wants to know which team is the real MSU? First half or second half of the Auburn game? Second half. The correct answer is the game, the full game. MSU is a team that falls behind early but comes back late. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Did you see the uh, the video that Hale State put out today? That was outstanding. But Will Rogers said it in the video. He's like, "I'm tired of being close." Yeah. So if, you know, we'll see if that that goes forward. Uh, I, but I think uh, to answer that, mm-hmm. I think the second half is what this team is capable of doing. I think that's the real MSU. Yes. Um, I think you know the first half is just slow starts. But they're also capable of that, though. You're right. Of, of of not playing well. Now, if they can figure out how to just bottle up that second half, yeah. I mean, like, you're talking I'm, about I'm gonna a make, playoff. I'm going to make an assumption that State scores in the first quarter against Tennessee State. Right. That will only be the third offensive touchdown in the first quarter this year. Yeah. They scored against La Tech. They scored against uh, Vandy. 
and then they scored here. Obviously, Tula Griffin is a special teams touchdown. Did you see that tweet that I had the other day of Will Rogers in the first quarter? Yeah. Compared yeah, to the crazy. second to fourth? Crazy numbers, man. <laughs> he's thrown like a hundred and something yards in the last three games in the first quarter. In the second through fourth quarter, he's thrown over a thousand. Rogers statistics over the next couple of years are gonna be mind boggling. I mean, if we're talking about that, this is why, you know, I thought he would have under thirty eight this year. I thought it was gonna be kind of a slow build for him. Yeah. He's gonna get to forty eight probably with three games. Where where's he right? He's thirty seven. He'll get a forty five. He'll get the forty five at least. Yeah, he's at thirty five and some change right now. So yeah. he should throw. Well, he's at thirty-seven. Isn't no, he? he needs two hundred and thirty yards to break Dak's record. I thought Dak was thirty-seven. Is it thirty-five? Ninety-three is the record. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's at thirty-seven. He's at thirty-seven hundred yards. Is he not? Will is at like thirty-five uh, forty right now. I thought he was only like ninety yards. He's I mean, not ninety, like thirty-something yards, yards short of the record right now. Okay. So um, I don't know how well, much he's going to play in this game. My guess is he'll play in the first half at 300 yards and call it a day. So he's probably going to have – he's at least going to have over 4,200 yards, 4,500 yards this year. I would say he's sitting at 35, right? I'm going to say he's at 250 on Saturday. Yeah. And and he'll be close to breaking the record. Which would be his first game under 300 yards since NC State, I think. He's only going to play half the game at at best. So that would put him at like 37 – close to the record. Let's say 38, right? He throws for over – Will is at 37-22. I was correct. They must not have updated the stats. When you days. looked at it last time, it was probably last they the game before stats. Then MSU lied because it said updated stats in that email. Well, I'm blaming somebody. Buddy, I, I wonder who does those stats. Logan Lowry. Does he do those stats? Joel Coleman. I don't know, but I'm blaming. You're blaming him. them. But no, he's okay. he's like fifty something yards or something so, away from Dak. Okay. Huh. But so so basically, I'm correct here. He's probably going to get hit. He might hit four thousand this week, and yeah. then from there you have two more games. He has he has a very good shot of getting over forty five, which in his sophomore year to do that to be a top, what is that a top five SEC season? That would be second all time in the SEC. I believe that's correct. Yeah. He'd pass. He'd pass probably uh, Mac Jones. I guess for I think he was second, but that that is that's unbelievable. I don't care. If it's a system or whatever, I, I don't care because we've seen it now from Will Rogers. It's still incredible that he's putting up this these kind of numbers. Three hundred seventy-two yards a game. Of course, we've never seen this in Mississippi State history. Um, so it's just kind of mind-boggling to to watch it. But you're right. The next, I mean, he's going to break the all-time passing record at Mississippi State next year. Uh, I would guess in, in career passing, and he'll do that in basically two and a half years. What's going on here? So um, yeah, it's just it's just unbelievable what he's been able to do, and that thirty to seventy six percent completion percentage too, which is is the most impressive thing to me, is that he's completing passes at that high percentage. Yeah, I'm trying to get the uh, the numbers here for the SEC uh, single season. Well, Joe Burrow has the record I think yeah, of five thousand. Is the only five thousand yard passer, but he had two extra. He had. One extra, no, two extra two, games. He played fifteen games. So I mean, if Will Rogers played fifteen games, yeah, he's just, getting he'd be way over it. Yeah, yeah. All right, here, let's see if this is it here. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be him and there's then Mac Jones. There's something wrong with, uh, it is Mac Jones. There's something wrong with. This. Let me just, just let me talk myself through this, okay? Got so it. number one is Burrow, fifty-six seventy-one. I mean, God, he almost had six thousand yeah, yards. That's a lot of yards. 
Uh, Mac Jones is second at 4,500. So there's a 11, almost a 1,200 yard gap. So Will Rogers at 37.22. Let's say he's at thir- let's just say he's at 39.50 come Saturday. All right, he'll throw for 400 against Ole Miss plus I'll say four. Let's just say 450. So that puts him at like 40, uh, th- almost 44. And then the bowl game of the 400, he'll be at 48. So he'll be yeah, well ahead of Mac Jones for number two all time. That's and crazy. and also um, whenever. I was looking at um, the stats the other day. I'm pretty positive that he's about to, Will Rogers is about to have the SEC record for 400 yard games in a season. Probably is very close to that. I'd have to look that up. I imagine Burrow has it as well. So. No, he doesn't. It's not Burrow. He's got four games. And I'm almost positive that Mac Jones had um, had five five games. All right, we'll, we'll check it out. And Will Rogers has four or five. I think the record was Kyle Trask and. And Mac Jones, since, okay. or at least since 2000. Okay. So, I mean, all that to say, Will Rogers Very is putting impressive. up some nuts numbers. Yeah. Uh, Robert Burrell wants to know, why is Humble Taco's slogan Mexican fair, not Mexican fair with Mississippi flair, better than Mexican fair with Mississippi roots? I expect you to pass this on up to the people who make those kind of decisions, and I'll take one free meal's credit. Well, buddy, they didn't ask you. If you got an advertising uh, firm, though, I'm sure they Pat, give them your card. Okay. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Brooks White, who do y'all think was the best hire between Leach, Pittman, and Heupel to this point? Who has the most upside or potential? I'm going to say Heupel okay, because was, they're going to they're going to recruit at a high level, and Heupel their offense is, the is going to be really answer good for upside and potential. Yes, but for who's been the best hire to this point is Pittman. Yes. Pittman, that was the one of the worst programs in college football. Yeah, and, and now they, they're going to win eight games. This they're going to win eight games. Last year, they went from not winning an SEC game in two years to winning three. They won three, and they should have won five. They probably should have won five. Yeah. So yeah, that I mean, so far he is, but you know, we'll see whenever Kendall Browles goes somewhere and mm-hmm. Barry Odom goes somewhere. We'll see who hires. Mm-hmm. I think that was the key for him was to hire two really good coordinators. Somebody made a good point about that, like with Orgeron. When you have that CEO type, you have to get those high. You have right. to you have to hit it. Like having Brady and Aranda, perfect. And he and he hasn't replicated that the having last two Scott years. Having Scott Linehan and Bo Pelini, tragic. And, and now, now this Jake year, Pete same and Durante thing. Bolden. I mean, they're nobodies. So, all right. Uh, Steve Mormon, do you expect Will Rogers and the rest of the starters to play the full game Saturday? Absolutely not. No, you wouldn't think. No, I mean this is an FCS team. I would be surprised <clears throat> if after the half any of the starters were still. Well, there. I think he'll go further than that. He didn't do that. Quarter. I mean, we didn't see uh, the backups against Vandy until like the last possession. Chance Levertich didn't come in until that last. You're possession. not wrong, but I think this is a different situation. You would think. I mean, they I mean, they really need to get the starters out quick. Yeah, because th- this this these are always the games where somebody gets hurt. Yeah, it seems like. Uh, the American Dream has a question for us. Do you mind if I talk like the American Dream? Proceed. Okay. Daddy, what are your top three Christmas movies? And exactly how full is the... Well, I will just say the crapper, because we are a family television show, <laughs> y'all. Uh, at the Mullen Residence. Well, first off, Daddy, at the Mullen Residence right now, the, the crapper you're referring to is what's coming out of Dan Mullen's mouth, you see. Because he's talking about how winning games against Samford... 
is the same as winning against anybody else. Anybody knows that's not true. Like when the American Dream won the world title from the Nature Boy Ric Flair. That's a bigger win than when I beat George South on a Saturday afternoon on TBS Superstation. You see what I'm saying, Daddy? <laughs> All right. Top three Christmas movies. Go. Uh, Christmas Vacation is number one for okay. me. Um, <sighs> it's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. Very good. The Santa Claus. Oh, okay. I'm going to go off the beaten path there. All right. I like um, it. I like love, it. love the Santa Claus. All right. But Christmas Vacation is undisputed number one for me. All right. Number number one for me is A Christmas Story. I've, I've warmed up to that in recent years. Right. Number two is Christmas Vacation. Number three is Die Hard. Uh, oh, yeah. Boo. Honorable mention to A Christmas Carol. I love A Christmas Carol. Which version? I could watch any version of it. Just the story in general. The story in general. If you you telling me that Ebenezer Scrooge is on, I want to watch that. All right, Tucker Medlin. Are there commits in the, any? Are there any commits in MSU's class that are threats to flip elsewhere? I think it's safe, safe to say that somebody in this class will flip. Yeah, it, it happens like every it. year. Oh, the, the the I mean, the easy answer is Jordan Thomas, who doesn't yeah. even consider himself. I don't even know why he's still committed. Yeah. Uh, just Elon go ahead and get him out. Going to to flip because it's 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 one of these mutual things that we're talking about. Same yeah. thing would happen with Tyler Woodard. But yes, Jordan Thomas State would take him, but he's not coming to Mississippi State. How crazy is that defensive backs board? I don't know who's going to sign. It's like it's like revolving door. It feels like Kamari Rogers is going to happen for Mississippi. Yes, State. It feels I've, like it. I've, we'll see, I've felt like that's coming for a long time, but we'll see. Robbie tweeted Monday about the growing depth at receiver. It also seems like it's hard for freshmen to see the field in this scheme. What are the concerns of guys transferring? I mean, that's just that's college football right now. There's going to yeah. be those concerns. You have them, but I, I think the ones that you want to stick around are going to be here next year. But yeah. th- there will be some guys that leave. But also, one thing that is good about this offense is there's going to be passes to go around to everybody. So you're you're going to keep a lot of people that would normally transfer. Right, right. That's that's one plus of this system is the ninth guy knows he's still getting thirty plus catches. Yeah, and thirty plus catches is tough to come by. It's like what we talked about with Ra Ra last night. I yeah. mean he he's barely been a factor in the offense for more than what four games this year. Mm-hmm. He has sixteen catches. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and he's a true freshman. It's really about you know the guys that come in right away and are catching the ball. And getting open, those are the guys that are going to play. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Ra-Ra is not the first guy in this class. He was probably the number four guy in this class that I thought about last year yeah. that would have played. Yeah. And he came in and he caught the ball. I That's thought Teddy basically Knox would have been. Teddy playing. Knox, Jacoby Moore, if he would have got here early, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Antonio Harmon, if he was healthy, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Ra-Ra was the last guy that I expected to get on the field right away. And make plays, but that's a pleasant surprise. Normally, if somebody were to t- text me a rumblings question, I would tell them to get the hell out. Like I'm not do, I don't do that. You, you tweet or you don't do. But when Robert St. John does it, I'll take his. Oh question. yes, I'll absolutely. So here's his questions. We got to rank these classic bands. Oh yes, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Well, you know my feelings on the Rolling Stones. I know. Go ahead though. Um. Led Zeppelin's number one for me. Um, I was, and the Beatles are number two. And I know people don't like the Beatles, but I always go back to the fact that there's so many bands that were influenced by the Beatles, and I, their influence is why I rank them so high. And I know Robert's a huge Beatles guy. Yes. Um, 
and I, I actually like their music. A lot of people don't and think it sucks, but um, I have a lot of respect for them. I have a ton of respect for Pink Floyd, who is not always down my alley, but I, I know that they're really talented. Yeah. I'm reckoning them, them have the Stones. I know that that's going to make a lot of people angry, but I'm just you not a like Stones, Stones guy. Right. I'm just, my, I respect them too, but I just don't. In my opinion, the greatest rock band of all time is Led Zeppelin. Yes. That's number one for me. Um, number two for me is the Stones. The Beatles are third. I'm also getting Robert a little upset. Beatles are the greatest boy band of all time when they were in their boy band phrase. Yeah. And, and there's no convincing me otherwise. All right, I want to hold your hand. It's a boy band song. Yes. And then Pink Floyd. Now, well, here's the thing, though. This is like saying name the four greatest college football teams of all time. Number four is still great. Yes. Pink Floyd is still great. Yes. But they're number four. All right. Also, but, uh, another thing about the Beatles is that I've never seen a band have such a vast array of music. Yeah. You know, they start off with the boy band thing like yeah. you're talking about. They... They ventured into you Everything. know all these different their styles. Their fingerprints are everywhere. Yeah, so I mean you got to have respect for them whether you like their music absolutely, or not. Absolutely. Also, he wants to know best classic female rockers: Stevie Nicks, Janis Joplin, Chrissy Hine, Debbie Harry, or Joan Jett. So he didn't ask us to rank these. He just said who's the best in that. Uh, Stevie Nicks for me. Stevie Nicks is probably number one, and then Joan Jett. Ooh, uh, I, would, I, I would put Chrissy I, Hine ahead of Joan Jett. I'm not a I huge. Like the yeah, well, I'm not a huge Pretenders fan, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't really like uh, uh, Janis Joplin either. I, it's too much screaming. It's kind of shrieky. If Ryan Nelson and Brian McDuff are listening, they know why that I'm not a huge Janis Joplin fan. Oh Lord! No, that's not it either. That's not it either. Okay. There's just a, there's a story from a wedding that I, I didn't have any role in it. I just had to watch a train wreck. We'll just put it. Somebody tried to sing like take another little piece of my heart they, or something. They, they sang Bobby, me and my Bobby McGee. Oh, it was bad. It was not good. It was not good. All right. He also wants to know one more from Robert. Again, Robert has some privileges. Robert makes the best bacon cheeseburger in the state of Mississippi. He gets privileges. I wish Robert would would ask more questions. His questions are good. If A.J. Brown were a senior at Starville High School, would he still choose Ole Miss? That would be an interesting question. I can't imagine that. I think now Different the state would appeal. Steve Spurrier would not let – Steve Spurrier Jr. would not let A.J. Brown no. go to Starville. No and and um, Hugh Freeze's staff is not at Ole Miss, so – that's true. All right, let's get back to the uh, the Twitter questions and Will Fry. Do you think Lane Kiffin actually thinks Mike Leach is the best offensive mind to coach, or was he just trying to stir the crowd up for game day? I think it's a little of both. I think he has a lot of respect for Leach. He does, but he knew that he could get his crowd going that way. He, he likes to play a little a He's little heel. Little, yeah. Um, Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> I I like when Lane Kiffin does that stuff. Stirs up again. We talked about this the other day, but Kiffin as like a Jim Cornette kind of guy. Yeah, like in the pink blazer with a tennis racket i could buy that uh i could see. totally see him like when somebody hits the ropes yeah. just like hitting them hitting with them a chair or something around, laughing or something like yeah that. uh let's see here uh mike phillips can one of y'all live tweet the game saturday i'm not going to get sec plus but like to keep them as best i can if you're asking me for play-by-play mike no i can't do that well you pretty much do it anyway i don't do play-by-play for football almost no baseball's the only one you got a problem well, with it over there chase you're going to okay. be you're going to be the one that tweets more than anybody. Probably. You want to know why I'm not going to tweet so much this weekend? Because I said that. No, because Chelsea Lester is on at the same time. Oh my god! I'll be watching that more than the uh, football game. John Jeffrey Nelson wants to know. A quick Just prediction. cheer for the English. Why don't you just keep it up? All right, Governor. 
Get you some fish and chips. Maybe Man, some fish tea. And chips are good. All right. Yeah. You got something against fried fish and French fries? No, I enjoy it. Well, what are we talking about then? But I'm just saying. Uh, how many wins next year for John Jeffrey Nelson? I'm going to play safe and say eight. Without, without really knowing the schedule off the top of my head. Isn't that crazy that, you know, we were talking about, like, this is going to be tough to get to six wins, and that our opinion has changed on that now. I, th- I think they're going to get eight wins as well, um, and then we'll go from there. But my, my opinion's greatly changed on Mississippi State and that schedule next year. Yeah, eight is where I'm going. Percentage, you think Kiffin is back next year? I think pretty high percentage. 60, 40? It depends on the, the the Florida jobs. I think those are going to be intriguing yeah, for him. My, if he gets through Kiffin, Miami or Florida, if if Dan Mullen is still the coach, yeah. or you know if he he doesn't want to go to Miami, mm-hmm. you know he might want to get out of the SEC. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's the spot though if he wants to. And I don't know if Miami has the same luster that it used to. It doesn't, but living in Miami has luster, right? So uh, Carson Clark. Realistically, should Corral or Rodgers win the Connerly? I feel like Corral is more important to the offense, but Rodgers has been putting up video game-like numbers. We've been saying it for the past couple weeks. Whoever wins the Egg Bowl is getting that trophy. Yeah, I see that. That's that's probably going to happen. Yeah. Uh, because their numbers are both going to be really impressive. It's That's probably what it's going to come down to. Whoever's most impressive in that game. Uh, Missy Nations asks, out of all the athletic department, coaches, assistants, administration, Hughes House, would you want to be invited over for dinner and why? This is a really easy one for me. Jeffrey Phelps. Jeffrey Phelps, defensive line coach. Yeah. If you've seen, if you follow him on Twitter, that guy is a barbecue master. All right. Definitely want to go to his house. Pit master. Pit master. Yeah. Uh, when, what would you? What would you? Uh, what would you prefer to eat if you were at his house? Oh, I'm not going to question. Just it. whatever he puts yeah, you, on. Whatever the, you cook. Pork loin. Whatever Coach beef. Phelps cooks, I'm eating. Yeah. I'm down to. All right, Winston Kimmel. If we could split Mississippi State into two teams, first half and second half, which would each be ranked? Well, first half would be unranked and winless. Yeah. Second half team would be in the top ten. Yeah. If, if State played like they did in the second half all year long, be nine and they one. would be in the playoff discussion be nine and right one. Now. Yeah, they would be 9-1, and one, and people would be saying, look, if Alabama slips up, State can get in. You know, yep. that's, that's where we would be. Um is Will Rogers the best Mike Leach quarterback ever? If not, where does he rank? I mean, we're not through the first Still too season, early. But no. But he's behind Kingsbury. He's behind Minshew. He's behind Graham Harrell. He's behind B.J. Simons. I mean, there are a lot of guys who put up a lot of yards for Mike Leach. We'll see in, in two more years. Because nobody has ever run that offense the way he has this early in the in the process. and I mean, Nobody did it as a true freshman. So he's got an opportunity to be – right up there at the top, just for full body of work. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move forward here. Alex Dempsey, over under on one half, .5 career NFL regular season touchdown passes for Will Rogers. <sighs> Going under. I don't think he's an NFL guy. I mean, what is what, I don't many, either right now. How I mean, many NFL touchdowns does Kingsbury or Harrell have? Yeah, it's just I, I don't know if he has the skill set but I'm not counting him out. I, d- I want to see him develop a little more. Right. Let's see, let's see yeah, what happens the next two I agree years. With that. I agree with that. But as of right now, I, I don't know where he fits in the NFL, but we'll see. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, avid listener, longtime contributor, and fake friend here. What goes better with fried chicken, mashed potatoes or dirty rice? Now, Steve is a man after my own heart here because m- before they got rid of it inexplicably, my favorite sides at Popeye's were mashed potatoes and dirty rice. That's what I got with every time I got chicken. There is no more dirty rice anymore, which hurts. Hurt my soul. 
I think it's mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, I like not, that better. Than not everybody can make dirty rice. Yeah, but mashed potatoes and gravy is pretty easy to make. What's the best Skid Row song not named "I Remember You"? Um, eighteen in life, probably. Maybe Monkey Business. Mm-hmm. I really like Monkey Business. Youth Gone Wild. Youth Gone Wild. Youth Gone, Youth Wild, Gone Wild is probably is my, my song. Answer. Yeah. yeah, eighteen in life is really good to tell you that. Yeah. What's your favorite Ole Miss excuse for losing a recruit? Um, it, it's either they aren't going to make the grades yeah. or we dropped them because we're getting somebody better. The grades one is great for me because the, admi- the admission standards at State and Ole Miss are exactly the same. Same. By state law. Yes. So you can get into state, you can get into Ole Miss. It's <laughs> literally that simple. Uh, Daniel Montgomery, since the letter O itself is a circle, why doesn't the word circle have an O in it? You want it to be corkle? What are we doing here? I don't know. That's, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, that's that's deep. Yeah. Uh, Tim Lang, is the Connerly Award a reflection of the best season or the best start to a season? Well, obviously, it is a reflection of the best season. Yeah. I, don't, I see what you're trying to get at there, Tim. Philip Knight, last week fans were upset with the offense for starting slow, but no one was really upset at the defense. Why is that? They started off the game giving up 10 points on the first two possessions, which is not much better than the offense going three and out. Well, I, I saw a lot of people upset about the defense. I actually. saw plenty of people upset about the defense. You know, we we saw a bunch of people saying that you know Zach Arnett's uh, stock is is gone. He's he's not going to get. You don't have to worry about him getting hired anybody by anybody else and things like that. I mean, people were upset. I mean, it, it was it was a really bad first four possessions yeah. for Mississippi State. And really, I mean, they were still giving up some some big plays in the second half. They just got off the field. They found ways to get off the field. Mm-hmm. Two big special teams plays, too. The missed field goal and the blocked field goal. And then the the punt uh, that was – I don't know what the punter was thinking there with the uh, the jump pass. But um, it just – it wasn't a great day on defense, but I thought the adjustments were, were strong. Yeah. Chris Johnson, what would be your dream out-of-conference opponent in football? Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame a home and like, home in Notre Dame. It feels like the right answer, right? To go to be able to go. I to would Notre love Dame. to go to South Bend and watch a game. See Tyler Horka. Yeah, your son. My 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 handsome my young friend. friend. What's the weirdest number to see a player wear in football? Inspired by Keaton Thompson's ninety nine at Virginia. Anytime a quarterback is above nineteen. It's weird. Cordero Patterson wearing 84 and lining up in the backfield That's is weird. weird. Yeah. Ty Montgomery does that for the Saints. He's 88. You remember, um, oh, I think Bo Nix's dad wore like 20, didn't he? Yeah. Well, Doug Floyd was 22. And then um, who was the other guy that played quarterback at Auburn? Was like Duvall or? Damon Duvall. Who's a kicker? No, it wasn't Duvall. Who was the guy in the late 90s? He played quarterback for Auburn. I think he had 20. Patrick Nix? No, was it? Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it was another well, guy. Patterson that did it. wore twenty, right? Yeah, but he changed it to two or five. Eventually. But his first but, year, he was like yeah, 20. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like the big numbers on quarterbacks. Quarterbacks above nineteen is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, let's see here. Philip Knight again. Is last year's success or lack of success clouding our judgment on this year's defense and offense? No, I don't feel like my judgment's clouded on on this team. I, you know, last year's team is last year's team. This year's team is this year's team. Yeah. Uh, all right, then. Justin Strong, man. Five questions. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not going to ask them all. He was ready to roll. What odds would you give Will Rogers breaking K.J. Costello's single-game single SEC passing yards record before he graduates? 
That's you, a good question. You because have to play a whole game against a weak team. Yeah, that's a good question because, I mean, he hasn't really gotten close to that. That was such a fluke of a thing. Well, the other thing with, with KJ is he has a bigger arm. Yeah. And so he can hit those deep passes that Will can't hit. So. Well, heck, I mean, a lot of those were catching runs. Yeah, it's I mean, true Kylan too. Hill had a big Kylan catch and run. Was, uh, Cyrus Mitchell. That's what you need, too. you got to have a couple of short passes that turn into 50, 60-yard plays. That's one thing we haven't really seen from this team is a breakaway any, guy. Yeah. that That's something we could we could see with Marquez Dorch. Yeah, and Dorch, yeah. and Teddy Knox. Teddy Knox. Yeah, they're getting them. They're getting yeah. them. Uh, only two quarterbacks get all SEC honors at the end of the year. Who gets that this year? Bryce Young and Matt Corral. Yeah, Will's not going to get it this year. But yeah. I mean, it'll be next it'll, year. He's going to get some similar hype to uh, Matt Corral. Well, it's going to be sort of uh, Ole Miss fans should see it as sort of justice because. Dak's senior year, Chad Kelly statistically had a much better year than him. Yeah, but Dak was first team because he was Dak, and it was it was his time to be All SEC quarterback. Corral and Bryce Young are going to be those guys this year. Which is no, I agree. No I, I wouldn't disagree with that either, and I think Corral is deserving of it because mm-hmm. he has been the the catalyst for that team on offense. Oh, he's got a question about your family in here. Are you came to be asking this. What? Oh yeah, you okay. can. Robbie's cousin, Georgette, and her husband, who is one of the most reviled rebels by state fans, Corey Peterson, live two doors down from me. Can Robbie ask if she's aware she has the most Ole Miss name ever for a woman? <laughs> Georgette Peterson. She's named after my granddad. His name's George. Oh, well, there you go. Um, That's not the most. My sister's middle name is Claudette. I can, which is I, my grand, which is my grandmother's name. I can come up with a much more Ole Miss woman's name if I thought about it for a minute. Justin, you need to keep your head on a swivel over there if you're by Corey. Yeah, watch out. But Corey is a—he's a great guy, and I mean, a lot of people hate him, and rightfully so. I hated him most of my life. Yeah. But now we have, you know, Christmas Eve brunch together and stuff. Oh, he really is a nice dude. Is he? He's, he's just a oh. huge old Miss guy. Yeah, that's great to hear. He got to do the—I uh, think he got to do the hotty toddy a oh, couple weeks that's ago. So nice for him. Yeah. I feel great now. <laughs> Steve Thornton. I'll make sure to get, and you know, he signed a a picture of himself I catching the two point conversion and gave it to my dad. Like that. I was about to say, Big Daddy. Big Daddy one. has it hanging in his office. I was Big like, Daddy's Dad, what are you doing? A much more forgiving man than I am. Don't bring that around here. I was like, what? That was that was my first ever Mississippi State game. Oh. I was me and my dad went to you that sh- game and watched. You should have that. known to get out. All right, let's get to the rest of these rumblings questions. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef is what's for dinner. When you head over to the grocery store, you're putting beef into the cart. And look, it makes a great companion to the turkey. Uh, a big roast prime rib. That's a fantastic Thanksgiving Day meal ready for you easily with beef. Whatever you're trying to do for your family, beef has always got a dinner solution for you. Go to msbeef.org and get some uh, great recipes for this holiday season. And, of course, a lot more information about our 15,000 beef providers here in the state of Mississippi. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to the Mississippi Beef Council. As we're recording, we are not far away from a trip to Two Brothers, and that's that's on my mind. <sighs> Can't wait. Deep breath. Deep breaths. Two Brothers needs to be on your mind as well. Next time you're in Starkville, make sure you're headed over to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. You want to enjoy great food and great people and a great time. They've got you taken care of there at Two Brothers. It's a lot more than just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked 
meets. Advantage Business Systems makes it really simple for you. They offer you a great selection of products and services, everything your business is looking for from a technology standpoint. And then every sale is made with the kind of customer service you would expect doing business with your next door neighbor. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are Mississippi first and have been for 46 plus years. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Stephen Thornton, what are some of y'all's end-of-the-year predictions for the 2022 class? I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll just sort of rapid-fire through these. You ready? Trevion Williams, Bulldog or not? Uh, yes. Stone Blanton? Yes. Xavion Thomas? Yes. Uh, unless LSU offers. Unless LSU offers. Big Jah- caveat. Jaheim Otis? No. Kamari Rogers? <sighs> yes. One more. Uh, Trent Ramsey. Trent Ramsey. I feel like that's a yes. I want Caden I, I, Pope. I want. I want a controversial. Larry Simmons. No. Stays a rebel. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, if they finish with that group, uh-huh. that's a top twenty class. I think so. I think you're right. I mean, there's there's a lot out there for Mississippi State to close strong here, and that's that's crazy to think because a month ago they had or shoot yesterday they had no four stars in the class uh-huh. and uh you know a month or two ago we were wondering if they By were the going to get a four star the fact that Braid I, I normally don't get too far down the road on this stuff but the fact that Braden Locke is the all-time leading touchdown passer in 6a texas football history and can't get a fourth star is incredulous to me yeah we need to give him another look it doesn't make any sense we need to give him another look 901 stark dog apparently his 28-3 lead isn't safe the falcons can test that so can auburn what are some things that seem safe but aren't um, Tide pods depends on what you're doing with them yeah um you know bb guns you should drive motorcycles out. motorcycles is a good one do they seem safe yeah all right cody goldsberry he's got like a two-parter here Okay, never mind. It's but that's a funny thing. We're gonna made my first trip to Jordan Hare over the weekend. Why didn't nobody tell me about Auburn's absolutely cringeworthy male yell leader, cheer guy? He's nearly as bad as Texas A and M's. Also note that once our comeback started, I stood and told every Auburn fan in our section they weren't the only ones who had a Jesus. There you go. Good stuff there. I didn't know about this Auburn guy. Yeah, he stands there on a platform in front of the student section uh-huh. and with a microphone. You know, Mississippi State used to have that. Used to have a mic guy, yeah. Um so that that's basically what the guy is, and he's wearing like his cheer uniform. I heard there was a little skirmish on the sidelines the other day. Um, a Mississippi State official, who I'll say he's going unnamed. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know who a it cheer, is? Yes. A cheerleader um, basically was having an altercation with him because he disagreed with the call. Uh-huh. And the guy was like starting to get a little the aggressive. Guy? Yeah, like uh. he was starting to kind of come after him a little bit. Uh-huh. So... Could have got ugly on the sidelines. Okay, okay. If you'll just text me that name, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Brooks White, based on what you've seen over the last month in the air raid, could you see an, a return to Atlanta in the future? We've clearly shown we can play with just about anybody except for Bama. Well, that's the problem, though, is getting ahead of Bama. Yes. So. Yeah, I mean, that's you have that lingering around every year. And, <laughs> you know, whenever Nick Saban leaves, I think that'll – it's, it's wide open. Itself, it's right. wide open, until and we'll then. see what happens. But until then, it's it's his world we're living in. All right, then. Philip Knight, what's the best part of the chicken, and what's the best way for it to be cooked? They say the best part of the chicken is the oyster, but that's a difficult piece of meat to get out. Would you say the thigh? 
the thigh is probably the correct answer. Good I love meat. wings. Wings are, I'm gonna wings rank are good. I, my favorite's wings, but I think the best meat is probably the thigh. The the breast, which everybody loves, is actually the the number four. The the, yeah. the rankings are thigh, wing, uh, leg, breast. The breast is too dry. It's too easy to, to overcook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best uh, way to cook chicken thighs is on the grill indirectly. Let them get crispy on the skin and go from there. Yeah, you're you're, you're right on that thigh. The dark meat is it tastes the best. Mm-hmm. It's the best meat to me. And um, you know, of course, the leg and the thigh are, are they go well so well together. But the wing is my favorite. Mm-hmm. What a weird question this is from Eric Kendrick. Men in suits and sunglasses come into the studio, interrupting thunder and lightning while we're recording, and tell you you're being arrested and taken into custody. You have, they tell you you have to spend a certain amount of years in prison based on your crime, but you have a choice of what crime you're punished for. Here are our choices: four months in prison for every time you've agreed to terms and conditions without reading. One week in prison for every time you have peed without washing your hands. One year in prison for every time you've forgotten your password on the first attempt. Wow. Um, uh, well, I mean, I wash my hands. Yeah, I feel like I almost do every time. But when you were a kid, did you do it? I mean, does it go? I mean, it would still be. I mean, the weeks I think would be. Better the the times I forgot my password. I mean that would add up to like twenty years. Well, I mean yeah, like it's going to take fifty two weeks to get to one year, but only one time to forget the pa- the password's right. out. Password's out. If, or, you, if you, I mean, if you've forgotten it twenty times, it's twenty years. Four months for every time with the terms and condition. Again, every time. I don't know how many times I've done that, I but I, I would say that it would probably be we'd probably up to five five to ten years. I'm going one week. Well, let's go one week without Every washing your hands. I didn't, yeah, I didn't wash my hands. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I mean, that would add up, but like you said, I mean, that's 52 weeks. I mean, it, it would have to be like, you know, a thousand times to yeah. really... Oh, I mean, it would have to be a thousand a thousand weeks to get to, to what, 20 years, right? Yeah, so... Well, five, well, 520 weeks would be 10 years. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh... That being said, though, I'm going to make sure I wash my hands from now on, just in case. Yeah, now I'm paranoid. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Brian McDuff. Scott Strickland has not tweeted since the week before the LSU loss. He normally tweets multiple times per week. Is there anything to this? I noticed that the other day. I still follow Scott on Twitter. And I normally get my daily dose of Florida sports from him. And he has not tweeted anymore. Yeah, I think things are getting kind of getting out of hand. There. Harry over yeah. there. Not good. I, I think there is something to it, Brian, to answer your question. Callie Ann, is there any way Nikki McCray gets healthy and comes back as head coach? You and I, I know you cover women's basketball a lot closer than I do. I think the answer is no. What do you say? No, she's That's she's done. not coaching here anymore. Okay. They've right. officially cut ties. Here's where this idiot Rebistotle gets into my mentions. i got to get through this. Just mute the guy. Why is he not muted? I think he is muted, but it doesn't matter. Zachary Cooey wants our thoughts and reactions to Full Gear. You haven't seen Full Gear yet, have you? I have not. I have. I thought from a wrestling standpoint, it was a fantastic card. It was only really one clunker of a match. Uh, but obviously, it didn't have the uh, the the wow factor that uh, All Out gave you. Sam says, we're going to a wedding in Texas this weekend and decided to stay in Baton Rouge on Thursday night. What's a can't-miss meal? I would first The chimes. Would, the chimes is, is, is the chimes, Paul Rains, um... Oh, gosh, there's another place. I would tweet at one of the LSU. Tweet at Brody Miller and ask him this question just for sure, but the Chimes and Paw Rains are a good starting are good starting spots. Linton Gilmer, any chance we see more than Rodgers and Lovertich at quarterback this weekend? I think we're going to see Sawyer Robertson. 
I don't know. You don't think? Mm, I think we'll see Lovertich. That's crazy that in a, a season where I, I understand the state hasn't had a lot of opportunities to play a bunch of young guys, and that's something that Dave Nickel told us or told me in that interview that you'll hear on the post game or the pregame show. It's incredible that Robertson hasn't taken a snap this year. He just doesn't like to play freshman. He does. He doesn't like to do it. So. He, um, he wouldn't have done it last year, Will Rogers, if KJ Costello wasn't just so bad. I agree. I mean, they had I to agree. change something up. Assuming offense plays like it did Saturday is the key to winning the Egg Bowl, stopping Ole Miss early. Yes, state falling behind fourteen nothing to Ole Miss will hurt. You, you, you need to you need to get through it. Yeah, I, I'm just at the point now where I just don't know if that matters anymore with this team. Like. I, I've said for the last three games that they need to come out strong early, don't get in a hole, mm-hmm. and every time they've overcome that and had a chance to win the ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Ole Miss went up 13, 15 to nothing on Texas A&M the other day and were never able to really pull away until late. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's that should be your goal every single week, but I just I'm done really saying that the state has to do this to win, you know. All right. Uh, Caleb Rhodes. Well, we answered that question, Caleb. Um, let's see here. Depressed dog. Oh. Another all SEC question. I mean, I, it's just not going to happen. How come when Ole Miss flips a, a state recruit, it's Mary Flip Miss, but when the opposite happens, it's, oh, he wasn't good anyway? Well, it's, it's the same wherever you go. I mean, if you flip a Mississippi guy, State will do the same thing. Exactly. Last year with Brandon Burkhalter, it was the same thing. Yes. So. Um, what acquisitions, high school players, transfer portal guys, coaches, anything the state need to make between now and next June? They got to find a left tackle. That's that's the that is the biggest need of the off season. A plug and play left left tackle. Everything else sort of takes care of itself. Yeah. All right. Left tackle is the most important thing for that offense. I agree. All right, Christopher Gordon says every time my wife and I drive past Winston Academy Academy. She starts singing the alma mater. Robbie, do you remember the words to it? If you do, can we please hear your rendition? <laughs> do you want me to do this? Give me the first verse. Oh, there's only one verse. All right, then give it to me. <clears throat> Valiant spirit of Winston Academy, shining for all to see. <laughs> Giving us victory <laughs> beneath enough, enough. the strongest All right. foe. All right, that's enough. God guides the course we go. Okay. The spirit of freedom lives in Winston Academy. All right. All right. Give me some. Give me some tips or something, man. I thought it was great. Well, money. Oh, that's on your Twitter account. I can't do oh. that. All right. Uh, We're saying that at the pep rally every single uh, well, there you go. Friday, Friday afternoon. Allegheny Boys Tennis Program asks, would either of you pay 10 bucks to ensure that Ole Miss and Florida trade their coaches straight up? Oh, my God. Mullen at Ole Miss. <laughs> yes, I'd pay 10 bucks to see that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see Hugh Freeze at Mississippi State, Dan Mullen at Ole Miss. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be something. I want to see a Steve Robertson and Hugh Freeze confrontation at a press conference. Yes, I do, too. I won't lie. Uh, Kivas Wright asks, 
What's it all about? Just, it's crazy, man. He says, it's all about the boom. Oh, okay. It's actually all about the budge. The budge? Yeah, have you not watched that? Uh-uh. You not watch Being the Elite? No, I don't. So, John Silver and Alex Reynolds have been trying to convince Adam Cole to change his name to Budge. Oh, yeah. I have I have noticed that. All caps. Budge. budge. It's all about the Budge. <laughs> so, his real question is, do you think MSU will be able to compete and possibly win the West next year? Short answer is no. They, they won't be as able to. As long as Alabama's Compete, here. yeah. Win, no. I mean, you're going to have to lose no more than one game in the SEC, and Mississippi State has not done that since 1941. Yeah. Yeah, you can't lose more than one game. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> Drew Wilson, what would your last meal be? Uh, I've I've said a thousand times it would be the uh, catfish perdue from the Chimes. I'm going to go with some – I just want crawfish because I can never stop eating it. Like, I can well, never – I'm, still... I'm, I'm allowed to eat until I'm full. <laughs> um, he wants us to try to give a best guess at a starting offensive line next year, but my goodness. I just, there's so many question there's marks. There's so many question marks. Yeah, there's, it's not possible. Not possible. Uh, TJ Hand. We never mentioned Coach Spurrier, but how much impact has he had on the success of our wide receivers group? Who never mentions him? Gets mentioned all the time. And we should mention Dave Nickel, too. I mean, Those he's, are good coaches, and Spurrier is obviously a good recruiter, too. Dave Nickel's the inside guy, and they've had some really good production on the inside receivers. Yeah, I agree. Will there be any coaching attrition? I mean, you should never say never, but it feels like the staff is pretty solid right now. I, I, Arnett could still be on some teams right now. The, the thing with Arnett is there's so many big jobs opening up for head coaches, they're going to want to hire a defensive coordinator. Yeah. So. You're gonna to have to work through that again this offseason. Yeah, I agree. I um, mean, you just take if if he'll come back another year, that's great news for you. If not, then that's fine. I mean, you go find somebody else. I mean, you have something to sell at Mississippi State with all this talent that they've been able to produce. Jacob Shumi asks, "What else does MSU volleyball have to do to get ranked? Twenty-three and five, thirteen and two in the SEC seems pretty earning of a number by their name." So Bart Gregory went on a rant about this today. They're still not ranked, even though uh, I can't believe it. Volleyball polls give the college football poll a run for its money for stupidity. Man, I, I, I thought for sure they'd be ranked this week. They just beat a ranked team twice. in Tennessee twice. Yeah. Now, Tennessee's know. not ranked anymore, but still, I mean, they're twenty-two and five. The thirteen and two in the SEC. They've won ten straight SEC matches. Yeah. I mean that the, that's the equivalent of in basketball being you know thirteen and two in the SEC. Yeah, you would be in the ten top straight 10. games. You'd be in the top ten, no questions asked. I mean, I look at I'm looking at some of these people in this poll, and they're like, you know, sixteen and six or something. I mean, like, I just don't understand. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess they just you know Mississippi State's never been good at volleyball, and they just don't have any respect for the program, and they think it might Why be a fluke. Mean, that's meaningless. Like this is this poll is about the top teams this year. Not all time. You lose a lot of credibility when you don't have a team like that in there. And I just don't know what else they have to do. All right. Zach DePriest asks, what's the best way to prepare for the Thanksgiving meal? Not eating leading up to the big day makes the stomach smaller. You won't eat as much. But if you eat too much of the week of, you won't be as hungry. How do you find the right balance? First off, what are we talking about here? Like, you're telling me you eat too much on Monday and Tuesday, you can't eat on Thursday? Yeah, just eat regular. Just eat normal. Yeah, I, I snack throughout the day on on uh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I don't I don't really go in and just load my plate up. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll have a nice you know I have the little uh you know whatever they have the charcuterie board or whatever and 
all that, and then I'll eat a plate that's not packed to the gills, mm-hmm. and then later on I'll come back and get more. I, I that's how I attack Thanksgiving. I don't okay. I don't like to just so I make a couple pig out on one, and then I have dessert, and then I just take a nap. <clears throat> so I, I never really take naps on oh, Thanksgiving. Goodness. I don't have time. So the egg bowl is really screwing up my Thanksgiving. Well, that's why we do it on Saturday at my house. Uh, let's see here. This is a sarcastic question. I'm going to skip it. Uh, we've been talking about that already, Kurt, about the recruiting, so we'll move on. The Sawyer what was the sarcastic question? About the air raid can't possibly work, can it? Oh. I mean, yeah. Sawyer Robertson, we've answered that question. Uh, Richard Harbison, what is your favorite Egg Bowl memory? Uh, 99. 99 is probably the, the, the correct one. Correct choice. Trying to think of another one that I really enjoyed. Oh, 13 and 19 one. are right there. That's a good one. Those are both Just good ones. really exciting finishes. Yeah. Um, the ones that are that have really good finishes are the ones I enjoy the most. Okay. Uh, I would, those are all good. 16 is on my list, too. Just dominating them in Oxford. 16 and 18 both are yeah. very similar. <coughs> Excuse me. 18 was the most boring game ever. Yeah. Except for the fight. But State was in complete control, and it was just boring. The crowd, there was no crowd there. no crowd. Yeah, it was just nothing. Pick two, leave one. Pumpkin, sweet potato, and pecan pie. Um, Pumpkin's out. I'm not a pumpkin guy. I don't like sweet potato pie. I love some sweet potatoes. All right. Uh, Ford Polk. Is this locked up? Yeah, we're good. Um, I haven't seen you skip very many so far, if any. Everybody's, I, everybody's doing, doing. I mean, that's everybody's pretty good. Their business. That is pretty good. I also I did tweet out that y'all need to lock because some some people were sending. I think some people deleted their tweets and went back and fixed. Okay, it, so. that's what just smart. You're a very demanding person. Very very. Uh, I have I have ornery a standard, sometimes. Right? We have a standard. It's a championship standard for our listeners. All right, and unlike other coaches who didn't quite meet that standard, you and I are going to meet this. We're going to make our. We're going to drag our listeners with us to this championship. You got your ring size? Uh, yeah, it's right here. Okay. Okay, for Polk is at once again. People, this I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm making a decree. We got another rule right now. People ask this question a lot. If you had to pick a color combo to replace maroon and white, would you pick? Guys, there's no replacing maroon and white. Like, what do you want me to say? Green and orange? What do you want me to say? There's no right answer. <laughs> like it's just it's just it it, it it hurts my head to think about Mississippi State wearing something other than maroon and white. So we're, we're, don't ask that question again. Ford, I'm sorry you're the sacrificial lamb. You're a good listener. How different is Mississippi State football today if players like Jerry Rice, Brett Favre, Walter Payton had played here? Does it make a difference on today's team? So Favre is a guy that would have been difficult because he played in South Mississippi. You know, that's where, you know, yeah. kill. So going to U.S. and U.S.M. at that time was something different. Rice was in State's backyard. Yeah. Payton is a guy that, you know, in Columbia, that's in USM's backyard. But well, and listen too. Back then, the swack was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not now, but back then, people looked at the swack in a different way. Some yeah. great players were going to the Jackson swack. State has three, four Hall of Famers. Yes, you know. So yeah, so obviously the answer is it'd be a lot different because those are great players. But as what it makes the difference now, I don't know. Who I mean, would have been throwing Jerry Rice the football? Don Smith. Not was that worst, his time? Yeah, not the worst choice. No. What, what were the what offense were they running then? Just like an I formation. They yeah, wasn't running be... what Archie Cooley was running at Mississippi Valley. No. That I mean but, that would have been No, you know what would really be interesting is Steve McNair. McNair was State would have recruited yeah. him as a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Have you ever looked at his stats? Yeah. They're crazy. 
My God, they're, they're mind-boggling. So, also Ford agrees with you 100 percent on the Cam Newton thing that State would have been the national champion. There's no doubt. He There's no doubt in my mind he would have taken it away. There's no doubt in my mind the State would have won the national title that year. Yeah. All right, Jay in Baltimore. Again, I mean, this is a random question that he throws baseball. Good in. gimmick. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's say you're a Will Bednar's accountant, and he allows you to decide on the charity organization and mission, mission to, to make what a sizable donation. What's your choice? I mean, why not just ask what my favorite charity is? <laughs> He's trying to incorporate baseball I, in I just question. don't get it. Um, probably St. Jude's. Something yeah, to, I've actually to done... Help children. I've actually done... I've actually done... Donated to St. Jude's for that same, same reason. I have too. All right. Uh, Jason Luckett wants to know... Is Zach Arnett going to leave after this year? We just sort of talked about that. Are these flips really going to go to MSU, or is it just part of the game? Well, first off, you say flips. There's been one. Well, I mean, I guess he's, he's considering, you know, guys like Travion Williams maybe would – that's not technically not a flip. Yeah, not a flip. It's been months. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see it on Dorch. I, I think – I mean, he's come out and said it, that he, he's been he wants so to play wide times. receiver yeah. and Ole Miss doesn't want him to play wide receiver. Yeah. And I, I, I think they would have changed their stance with him ahead of time if they really felt like he was going to be a wide receiver mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Like, that, these rumblings about him going to Mississippi State have been there for a month. You would think they would come out and say, okay, we'll let you play wide receiver if they really wanted him at wide receiver. So at this point, I think both sides are going to go in a different direction. Yeah. All right. Uh, rumbling bully. Whose minutes do Tolu and Rocket take when they enter the lineup? Tolu Smith takes Cam Matthews' minutes. Yeah. DJ goes to the three, Tolu's to the four, and Garrison Brooks is at the And five. Cam Matthews is coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. And then Rocket Watts probably takes Shaquille Moore's minutes more than anybody else. But I think that, or, you know, I think Rocket. Might be a, might, a bench guy to yeah, anyway. Yeah. So. But either way, you're a much yeah. better team with those two guys. Will spacing be okay with Garrison and Tolu? Garrison Brooks is a guy who can space. He can play out yeah. on the perimeter a little bit. So, yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think Tolu will be on the block um, more often, mm-hmm. and you can see Garrison outside a little more. But yeah. they can also run two guys on the post. Yeah, they could. Reed Green asks, going back to my first game in two years for the Egg Bowl, I know there's new restaurants that have been built. If you could choose any three that aren't two brothers or bulldog burger, where would you go? Humble Taco, the Camp House, Restaurant Tyler, Restaurant Tyler. That's it. Those are the answers. If you want to spend some money, you can go to Forty Four Prime, but that's money. I mean, that's gonna. I'm gonna have to do that maybe once a year. That's that's gonna be like an anniversary birthday thing. Good call. I mean, I I just can't afford it. Brad Haynes wants to know, next game both Will and Makai could set single-season records for passing yards, passing touchdowns, and receptions. Polk needs 21 catches in the last three games to break 100. Do you think he gets it? So let's say he gets five in this game. Well, he's got three games, technically. He's got the bowl game. He says last three games. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's I, say he gets I five, misread. Right? I, I thought it was two games. So he would need 16 catches against Ole Miss and in the bowl. That seems reasonable. Yeah, he can get that. He's going to get that. Yeah. He, he's had 10 receptions once or twice this year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's very much... Yeah. A hundred. Can you imagine 100 receptions at Mississippi State? No. Like, I can't imagine any of this stuff. You remember when, when Leach was hired? I'm going to call somebody out here. When Leach was hired... Uh, they there was a I did a bunch of stats. Yeah, I was like, this was the stats from Washington State, and I compared them to Mississippi State. And there were a few people on Twitter, including everybody's favorite Miss Boy Twelve, 
who was who were like, oh, that oh, guy. Oh, Leach isn't going to do that at Mississippi State. Y'all are crazy. It's going to make the offense. It's not going to be like that. Guess what? It's exactly like that. I I just remember Dave Emmerich posting a graphic and was like, y'all just wait. Yeah. Yeah, and right. then that first year happened, I was like, what is Dave talking about? Because I don't see it. Yeah, now I see it. And now here we go. Father Coach Dilemma from Brad Haynes. My 15-year-old daughter is a cleat chaser. That's rough. Jeez. I'm beginning to worry about her dating players. Is it too much to send her to Sweden for boarding school? Well, you got to figure Lock out what you're Lock her up. Afford, you know, just... You know. Lock her up. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do there. I understand. Uh, Patrick Swindoll. Patrick Swindle, I'm sorry. Brandon Walker has Walken, Walker Brandon the Third as his Ole Miss alter ego. What would your Ole Miss alter ego name be? I know mine. It would be my middle name. What is your middle Stanley. name? Stanley. But we got it. Your Falk Stanley, though. Stanley Roberts? No. Stanley Roberts is, is just a regular guy's name. Falk Stanley. Okay. All right. So mine, we're going to take my, my first name and make it my last name. We're gonna have to put a Y in there instead of Brian with an I. Yeah, with a Y, and then we're gonna take my middle name and just put an S on the end. I'm Matthews Brian. Okay, that's that's a good old Miss name, right? It is Matthews Brian and Falk Stan. You need to be the third though, <clears throat> Falk Stanley the third. Yes, there you go. That's our names. If you would like us to give you an old Miss name, please tweet us your full name, and I will give you an old Miss name. <laughs> Uh, whenever te- this is a good question from Patrick. Whenever Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC, do you think we might see games on either Thursday or Friday just because of the number of games that would have to be on Saturday? Friday, no, but I think you're going to start seeing an SEC game of the week on the SEC. I network. miss Thursday night games. I think the, the SEC, SEC network is going to pick a couple of the every week, the, the group of five or the FCS teams, and put those on Thursdays. I, I miss those, man. Those used to be so much fun, the those Thursday, you Thursday is, night games. You have to make it where everybody has one. Yeah. So you're just going to have to tell LSU and Alabama, I'm sorry, one game a year. Your FC, if you, you, you Maybe you make a deal with everybody. Like If you're going to play an FCS team, it's going to be on Thursday night. I mean, that makes sense for ESPN to do that yeah. because – your ratings are going to jump on Thursday night, and yeah. you have the teams that you can still sustain what you had on a Saturday. Yeah. Because now you got Texas and Oklahoma coming in. Yeah. We, we need more Thursday night ESPN games. I agree. Devin Bice asked, "What would be your best low effort dish to bring to Thanksgiving? You can always go the Karen Howell route and just go pick up a bunch of biscuits from Popeyes." Karen Howell just got married. By I the know, way. man. That's that's that. That's a like a historic moment in in the history of our state. I had no idea she was getting married until I saw someone else post pictures yeah, from her got, wedding that was friends with her. Yeah. That I had no yeah. idea was friends with her. Yeah, it was kind of weird because you see them, on, you see I, her on another platform than Twitter. I felt like she was holding out for Dak Prescott. To be totally honest, really, he was the only man who could like meet her high standards. Yeah, um, she's a Southern Miss fan, isn't she? I think she likes I think she likes State and Southern Miss. I don't think okay. she's. I don't know. I don't know that for sure though. She's funny. She's really funny, though. And, and I, I don't know her, but the people who know her tell me she's really nice. That said, best loaf, something bread. Rolls, biscuits. Rolls. Easy to do. Man, rolls might Sister be. Sister Schubert's, man. Rolls are right there up with my one of my favorite Thanksgiving You want to know things. how low effort That's weird. rolls are? If you just show up with two t- trays of Sister Schubert that aren't even cooked, just be like, hey, I brought the rolls. They'll throw them in the oven for you. Whoever's yeah. cooking, be like, all right, just throw them in the oven. You don't even have to do anything but bring them. Well, my, my mother makes homemade rolls Your that are bread is good. incredible. Yeah. These rolls are just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, rank the Grinch movie, please. The original, 
Jim Carrey, or the animated Benedict Cumberbatch? I didn't know. Jim, was... Jim Carrey is number one for me. Okay. I haven't seen um, any of them, but the original. Jim Carrey, the original, and then the other animated one. Right. Last You've one. never seen the Jim Carrey one? No. I'm not into the Grinch. It's, he's, he's good. I'm sure he is. Oh, Jim Carrey, I, I believe that he's good. I just haven't seen it. Rank these sad images. This is harsh. Lonely polar bear on melting ice. Sad dog on the Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Oil spilled ducks. That's oh. harsh. All right. To me, the answer is lonely polar bear is number one. I think these are in order. They might be in order, yeah. Because oil spilled ducks can get cleaned up. Yeah, the little Dawn dish soap that they always Lonely polar about. bear, he's floating off. You're never going to see him again. He's going to die on that piece of ice. Yeah. Or if it melts, he's going to drown. That's no good. I will say this. If I'm watching television at home and I hear, In the arms. I'm out. I'm flipping the channel right then. As soon as I, as soon as I hear it, like, nope, not today, Sarah McLaughlin, not today. Man, what a cheap plug for them to do that to put that in there. That's yeah. that's that's that's. Uh, I, I I can't look at those dogs. I won't do it. They're sitting there shivering in the shelter. Oh my god! It's just thinking about it makes me sad. Do you know the saddest commercial I ever saw? By the way, what? I don't know why. I've only seen this commercial one time in my life. And it's it, this is good advertising because it stuck with me. It was back in the old days when you had cameras, right? Mm-hmm. Like cameras that you had to get the film developed. So dad takes his kid to the amusement park and they're taking pictures on his cheap camera, right? And they get back the pictures. You remember, this is something that kids, uh, maybe Robbie's age, may not even remember. But well, I remember you developed like, the pictures. You had to develop and you had to go pick your pictures up from the place and then you'd look through them. So they're so excited. They got their pictures and all the pictures are crap. Like, they're all, like, all those bright spots on them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God. And then finally, Dad goes, oh, here's a good one. And the kid looks at him and goes, Dad, that's not me. And I was just like, oh! Well. So, I think it was Kodak. I was going to tell you, right, if, if cameras didn't exist the way they do now, if you still had to buy a camera, I would never buy a cheap camera. Because yeah. that commercial sold me on. You the need wine, to pay the, the for wine. A decent. What about the wine? Oh yeah, I had one. I had yeah. one that you had to wine. I will always. I would always pay for a decent camera. No question. That's good advertising. Uh, Devin has one more. We'll go get him here. How do I deal with a preacher who is a whole huge Ole Miss fan during these two weeks? I may have to use the old rebuke approach when she mentions them from the pulpit. If she mentions Ole Miss, you'd be like, get thee behind me, Satan. Well, the question that you have to ask is, is this the preacher for you? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I found out today that my doctor is an Ole Miss fan. Had no idea. Oh. Years of trust, just gone. I mean, just betrayal. Ah, I mean, she said, she was like, how would I, she was asking me, she's like, do you have an idea of how I would get, how I could get tickets to the game? I was like, well, there's still plenty available through the school. Just call Mississippi State. She's like, well, yeah, but I mean, I want to get him in the visitor section. I just looked at her. I was like, you're an Ole Miss fan? Is she a doctor like, here? Yeah. Oh. I was just like, she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. How do you get the files transferred? How how much more betrayal can I take? I feel like I've been stabbed in the hot. Just, uh, let's get those files transferred to somebody else. Right. I can refer you. I appreciate that. Mangum Cafe. Do you leave the oven open after cooking in the wintertime to help heat the house? No, and that's a terrible idea. You're going to burn your house down. Don't Just turn on the heat like a normal person. Yeah, I've never done that. No. What are the best sides for hamburger, steak, and gravy? Obviously, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Rice. Yeah. Rice and gravy is good. Like rice and gravy. White and, rice. And then with like some, some corn. Yeah. Corn would be good. 
Maybe fried okra. I, yeah. I mean, right. you're not going to have to twist my arm for that. Right. Scott Upton asks, this is a good question, very topical. When a player decommits from a rival school, what's the proper length of time before said player commits to the other rival? So basically he's asking, like, how long before we can call it a flip? I say if you, it has to be within a week. Yeah, because sometimes guys decommit first with the, with the plan of, of flipping. Uh-huh. But they don't do the straight. Right. I mean, I don't think you have to be committed at the time to flip. Mm-hmm. I think it's still it's still considered a flip. Mm-hmm. Joe Dog asks, "What hurts worse, a paper cut, a toothache, getting kicked in the uh, the nuggets, or losing the egg bowl? Losing the egg bowl is a pain that lasts 365 days. Everything else yeah. sort of fades away." So, hold on. I, I want to see what this idiot John Chisholm said okay did he ever answer the question probably not he did not okay is it really a flip when Ole Miss pulls their offer in front of a better player who committed who did you commit John Chisholm yeah yeah no we're we're not going to use that in this that that, they didn't drop and Robbie you made a good point I don't know were we on the air when you made that point about why would you not drop a low-rated player instead of one of your? Few yeah, we just—I just did that while ago. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, were, if you're were going we on the to, air when you said that, yes. Okay. If you're going to, if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. why are you dropping four stars? Yeah. They dropped drop two, four one of your stars three this star week. Yeah, that makes sense. Guys. Yeah, that's the that's Anthony Frederick. I'm not. I'm not getting into the whole NFL. Why they're not saying state thing? It's, I don't know. I don't know the answer, and I don't know. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, they're going to get more pub on national television about going to Mississippi State than they will for giving their yeah. intro. Uh, Sheldon Nations asked the question about Will Rogers being the greatest quarterback, so we've, we've already answered that. Monroe Walker, what type of meat should I cook for the Egg Bowl tailgate? Fried turkey, Boston butt, or bacon-wrapped deer backstraps? All. All of them. Yes. Let's rank them, though. I'm going fried turkey one because it's Thanksgiving, then the deer, and then Boston butt third. Sounds good to me. All right, then. We're moving forward. I'll eat them all. Uh, Taylor Ball, what 2022 recruit could help the most next season? Um, Kamari Rogers. Probably so. They're going to be really thin at cornerback. They need somebody who can come in and play. Yeah. They basically need another Forbes. You know, we'll see on Marquez Dorch. I mean, yeah. and that, I, I think this could be a crowded Otis, room. Jaheim Otis at, at the, in the middle yes. would be big. Outside of Otis, which recruit is it that MSU is after do you want in this class? The the real answer at this point is Larry Simmons, just because I I want to see that that happen. Yeah, but I'd like to, I think Trivion Williams is the correct answer. Yeah. Brad McWhorter asks, why does Jordan Rogers hate Mississippi State so much? What makes you think he hates Mississippi State? What, why 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 do you think that? What has he done? I guess they perceive he's negative towards Mississippi State. I guess. Oh my God, I'm having to dig through all this John Chisholm crap. I do have him muted. I don't know why this is showing up. Blair Williamson, in a best of five battle, who wins between you and me? Ready? Horse, you. Mm-hmm. A home run derby, you. Did you play baseball? No, I didn't either. But I think I still not think after little league. I still think it's you. Extra points. I still That's think it's kicks. you. Yeah, I think it's you. What? No, I don't care that your mom's listening. Beer pong. Oh, uh, you would destroy me in that. Okay. 
A staring contest. Let's go. Here we go. Ready? One, yep. two, three, go. I won. I have a lazy eye. Okay. So right. you you win you win. I win two, two of five. Of five. Okay. Yeah. If we had a pentathlon, you would win. But I might I might win beer pong. I'm pretty good at throwing the ball to the cups. Mm. I don't like to play beer pong. I like to play this game called I like to play a game called beer drink. Yeah. So just take I just pop the can open and chug them. All right then. Uh, we're still Alrighty dealing with then. John Chisholm and his idiocy. Uh, Broken Fairchild, what do you think it will take to get us off to a faster start against Ole Miss? I, what is holding State back in these early drives? I mean, they're just not. It's just something the, they've had. You know, they'll have like a three turnovers. and out. Yeah, I mean, they can't turn the ball over pretty yeah. much, um, but they just. They have to execute better, yeah, and that's all that boils down to. Do you agree with something we uh, we said on Sports Talk yesterday? Michael Borky was talking about how much he was looking forward to Charles Cross matching up with Sam Williams. They won't like, match up. They, like they won't match up one time in the game. Mm-mm. Durkin's not that big of an idiot. No, because I w- I would take Charles Cross to win most of those battles. Yeah. I, if I'm if I'm Durkin, I'm lining him he's over he's Scott Lashley the whole game. Yeah, and I'm saying pin your ears back and just, just go. go. Yeah. My wife and I are going to Boston this week for a conference. Any suggestions on what to do and where to eat? We are catching a Celtics game for sure. Well, first off, the Celtics can burn in hell. Um, I don't like the Celtics. Um, any suggestions on what to do? I mean, I would tweet at my man Mike Bonner. He would certainly give you some suggestions. I've never been to Boston. You ever been to Boston? No. You didn't go up there a couple years ago when State played? No. Okay. My parents have been there a couple of times, but I've I mean, always wanted to go. It's a very historical yeah, city. The Revolutionary War is interesting to me, so I, I think that would be fun. All right, continuing forward here. Why is Robbie not verified on Twitter? For the same reason I'm not. I'm just not. I don't know. Uh, I applied back during the summer, but I got suspended one day for oh, yeah. by, by the bot that controls I think, Twitter. I think the reason I'm not verified is the fact that super talk itself is not a verified news source yeah if they would get verified I can when i see that. some of these people that are verified like from sb nation and well, stuff a, that like it makes me almost not want two to or three verified. years ago there was a time where twitter would verify just about anybody yeah so you have just like random people getting mm-hmm. verified so i mean there's people that that i know that are creating fake um profiles on our website that are old miss fans that are verified yeah that that kind of drives me nuts Right. And it's because they work for like some little dinky site. Yeah. Tony Welch asks, "Do you think Eric Molds would have fifteen hundred yards receiving in this offense?" Uh, maybe. Be be up there. It'd be up there for sure. For if if Eric Molds had seventy eight catches like Makai Polk does, he would have probably close to twelve hundred yards. Yeah, I mean he'd be able to produce some yeah. more yards after the catch. Alexandra Watson asks. What says more about your team? Winning outright, winning outright or coming back from 25 points down? It's coming back. Yeah. yeah the sure. resilience there. Also from Alexandra. At my cousin's wedding this weekend, Drago's had a grill set up offering char-grilled oysters. Ooh. Oh. My nephew ate 16 of them. He would have had 20, but when he went back the last time, they were shutting down. What is the appropriate amount of oysters to eat at a wedding? However many you can eat. Yeah, if I mean, you're at a wedding and judge. they're offering it to you, get after it. Yeah, I I could eat two dozen without blinking an eye. First time I had oysters was whenever we went to Hattiesburg last. Mm. First time I've ever had oysters, and those were delicious. See, the, I, I, we got a question here from Dear Old State. 
didn't lock it, and it got answered. Oh, I mean, this is what I'm talking about, people. Lock your, your questions up. Uh, Richard Pittman, you have mentioned several times you do not think Will Rogers has much of an NFL future. Why? For me, it's at the NFL level, arm strength is very important. You have to be able to throw the deep ball consistently. Yeah. And Rodgers just doesn't have that at this time. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. Um, Arkansas loss on Saturday. Mississippi State wins out. Bama makes the playoff. Would State be in the Sugar Bowl? That's from Andrew Bowie. I think. I still think no. No, I don't. It's going to be really difficult for State to get in the Sugar Bowl. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Caleb Glover got uh, his questions in. Robbie ranks wrestlers the McMahons, Vince, Stephanie, Triple H, Shane, Hornswoggle. Nice. Um. Triple H probably is number one. Mm-hmm. Vince is number two just for the character standpoint. Yeah, Mr. McMahon, yeah. Uh, and then Shane McMahon yeah. and Stephanie and then Hornswoggle. I would say that if you're ranking them and the wrestling ability, Shane would be number two. Yeah. I'm ranking them based on their impact yeah. on you know storylines and business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, you could say Vince number one if you and wanted you, to. Just Triple being, H is a 14-time world But champion. you got to do Triple H as far as wrestlers. Hey, Dad's hand-pick hankering, white meat or dark meat? Dark meat. Dark Easy. Meat. What athlete do you all think could successfully play the most professional sports? That's a good question. Uh, just overall and yeah. athletics? Like LeBron could play football. Yeah. That that's probably who I would go with. LeBron he could, could probably also run a, track. He could be a track athlete in terms of like Do a something, high jump or yeah. long jump or something like that. LeBron's probably the answer. Yeah, that's probably the correct answer. I agree. Steve Vinson says, "I'm glad we are in agreement. Can you, with your deep knowledge of the subject, expand on what it will take? Also, will it have any effect on the others in question?" I got to be honest with you, Steve. I have no idea what you're talking about. I agree. So I agree, Steve. Okay. Jason Neal Galt, is Will Rogers going to be in the Heisman race next year? There's never really been a leech quarterback in the Heisman race because it's kind of Carter unfair. Minshew has. Minshew and that was it. It's kind of unfair, right? It's like, well, we expect those guys in that system to put up great yeah. numbers. But they're doing it anyway. Well, I've always said that if, if um, Mississippi State is in the playoff discussion, they will have a Heisman contending quarterback. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. you got to win games. But... I mean, at it's going to be a lot tougher for Alabama's quarterback. I expect to put up huge numbers, so yep. it's all about wins. Uh, and then is Hangman's journey to the aid? I'm going to spoil this. I assume you already know, though. Yeah, right? I saw he won. All right, is his journey to the AEW championship the best long-term booking in wrestling history? That's a two-year story. Yes, I got to see how it. What the next step is, though. Yeah, let's yeah, see it's, what it's probably up there. Probably up there. The bearded man with a fish. If Mississippi State wins out, what is your predominant feeling from this season? Pleased with the results or hope for the future or regret for what could have been? It's totally pleased with pleased, the results. Pleased, yeah. If they finish 9-4. and four, Because we didn't expect them. We said that you know Memphis was going to be a tough game. We expect them to lose to LSU before the season. We expect them to lose to Alabama. We said that Arkansas was going to be tough. We did not pick them to beat A&M or Auburn. Right. I picked 7-5. and five. If they go 7-5... and five, that was a great yeah. season. If they go eight and eight and four, yeah, that was. If they go, if they won the bowl game and go with nine and four, they're probably in the top fifteen. That's a fair. Yeah. you can't look back at that point. No, is Charles Cross State's best left tackle ever? I think yes. You can make a, a very good because he's going to be ranked. He's going to be drafted in the top ten. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Moving forward here, Rob Hadaway. 
My mind is not completely right yet for the matchup to set to, set to occur nine days from this writing. Any particular tips to help me get aligned properly? Rob? <laughs> Tweet something out about Ole Miss yeah. and see who who gets involved in your mentions. Yeah. And Talk about you'll Chad be back. Kelly not being as good as Dak Prescott. Yeah. What I would also do, Rob, I know that you married an Ole Miss fan. So why don't you go talk to your in-laws? I, I guarantee there's got to be at least one person who's related to you by marriage who is the kind of Ole Miss fan that would get your mind right. It's pretty crazy that Steven and Rob, both being the fans that mm-hmm. they are, Mississippi State married Ole Miss women. It's, well, you know, lo- love is blind, they say. I mean, that's obvious with Steven. <laughs> My God, look at it. <laughs> All right. Love you, cuz. Insert pot kettle, Jeff. Oh, it's, yeah. We're going to rank the number 23s. Here we go. Flying M. Tavez Calhoun, Tyson Carter, Will Clark, Winsome Frazier, Burke Masters, Charles Rhodes, Austin Sexton, Landon Sims. 23 is a good number. Wow. Will Clark, number one. No questions asked. Will Clark, Burke Masters, Burke Masters, Landon Sims, Sims, Charles Charles Rhodes, Rhodes, Tavez Calhoun? No. Landon Sims? No, Landon Sims. Oh, we already said Landon Sims. Landon Sims. Um, I'm going to go. Winsome Frazier uh, over Tavez Calhoun. Winsome played was a key player on an yeah, SEC championship team. Well, I really like Road Winsome, Warriors. but I, I like Tavez better from full oh. body of work as a player at Mississippi State. Oh, I don't agree with you at all. Well, you can be wrong. I mean, that's fine. Okay, you, you give me – so you're going to go Calhoun. I'm going to go Tavez, Winsome, Tyson Carter, Austin Sexton. I agree with you 100%, except for switching. I would switch Winsome and Tavez Calhoun. That's, That's fine. All right. Josh Watson, my favorite conspiracy theory is that Paul McCartney died in 1966, was replaced by a man with a man named Billy Shears, and John Lennon left clues in all their songs after. Do you enjoy conspiracy theories, and if so, what is your favorite? I don't actually enjoy conspiracy theories. I love conspiracy theories. Okay. Um, that That's a good one. One of my favorites is, you know, the JFK conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up there. Um, that'd probably be it. That'd probably be my favorite. Okay. See, I don't believe the JFK thing is a conspiracy theory. I think that's just actually the truth. I don't think there's any theory to it. Yeah, but nobody ever. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's still a conspiracy. No, you're right. You're right. Dancing Mike Leach. That didn't take long. <laughs> if we say Liberty Mutual commercials are the Vanderbilt football of the insurance world, what? Are we being too mean to who are we being too mean to? Limu Emu or Doug? And Doug are the dugout dancers. He's saying they're bad. I get it. But like why did you pick Liberty Mutual commercials? I don't know. He's not a fan of Liberty Mutual I get it. I get it. I'm just saying that's a random thing. Uh you're being unfair to Limu Emu and Doug. Vanderbilt sucks. Yes. All right. Uh, I think we got a couple more here. Rob Montgomery says this is a good point. Took 22 games, but Leach will finally be coaching against an FCS team for his first time at State now. For a comparison, Cheryl Mullen and Moorhead all played one in their first game, and Krim got it as the third game, which he lost. Yes. How does that play a role in our perception of Leach's tenure to this point? It's a good point. If you go back to last year, obviously the way the first game went sort of tainted us a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even then, if State had played New Mexico State, I think they might have thrown for 500 yards in that game too. Yeah. But... Last year, if State had played a regular schedule with four non-conference games, including an FCS team, I think they would have gone six and six and gone to a bowl. Yeah. So there is something to if they, if they played those four non-con games, yeah. they're definitely winning six games. 
All right. Maybe seven. A couple more here. John asks, I went to a comedy open mic the other night, and this dude did a Bill Burr bit. He was rightfully booed off stage. Why is this an unwritten rule about covering a song being respectable, but covering a comedy bit unforgivable? I've never heard anybody call it covering a comedy bit. Like, so he did one of his he did, jokes. He did somebody else's routine. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, when you cover a, a song, it. everybody knows you're covering it. Like, if you get up there and play Stairway, everybody knows you didn't write Stairway. Right. If you're covering comedy, not enough people know that stuff. that you're, you're trying to get away with something there. Yeah. Like, if I got on stage and was like, here's a little song I wrote, and it's, you know, let it be. <laughs> everybody are, assumes that you've written your... When you're a comic, everybody you assumes you've written jokes. your own stuff. Right, yeah. It, that, that, it is plagiarism at that point. I yeah. agree. Listen to this question here from Only Made for the Rumblings. Why, first off, he says Archie. It's Arch. Why isn't Arch Manning be pursued hard by Mississippi State? What? Are you, what? He's not coming here. He's not coming to Mississippi State. Why would you waste your time? I don't time? think he's going to Ole Miss either. Right. If he goes to a place in Mississippi, it's going to be Ole Miss. Right. Uh, let's see here. What is this? Um, Carter Bentley, who gets ranked first, volleyball or men's basketball? At the rate we're going, men's basketball. Volleyball is receiving the most votes in the top 25, so I would say probably them. Yeah. But you're you're, put, you're putting a lot on on the line there if you say that, considering how badly they're, they're doing at their job, ranking teams. All right, we're going to do a couple more questions here, then we're going to call it a day. Wade Jones, do you think potty time has increased? Not because we consume more cheese, but because of the smartphone. That has played a role in it, for sure. Is that is that playing a role, you think? I mean, how many times have you, you're yeah. like, you're, you're done. You know you're done, but you still just like, I'm going to scroll through a few more TikToks or something. Yeah. In the past, you know, it might be you're reading the back of a book. Yeah. And, you know, you're done. Well, yeah. All right, you're, you're finished. Well, yeah. the, here you're actually scrolling through Twitter. You're looking at your Instagram. You're getting live content, yeah. That's right. Jeremy Murdoch asks, rank these breakfast cereal mascots based on battle royal outcomes. Oh. Tony the Tiger, Captain Crunch, Trix Rabbit, Count Chocula, the Le- Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Okay. Well, the tiger is going to be the most dangerous, but... Count Chocula is a vampire. Yeah. It's He's immortal. Be a f- yeah, well, unless somebody has a, a does a Captain steak. Crunch bring a steak? Yeah, that that would be the thing. Or right. does he have garlic or something right. like that? The Trix Rabbit's going out first here. Yeah, that's going to be easy. The Leprechaun has magic working for him. Captain Crunch is uh, he's gone too. I mean, yeah, I think he will rip his head. He off. probably kills the rabbit. Yeah, but then he's out. Um, I'm going to go Count Chocula, Tony the Tiger, Leprechaun, Captain Crunch, Trix Rabbit. Sounds good to me. All right, then. The leprechaun's kind of a, a magical figure, too. I don't know if they you can kill them or what. what is the... How do you kill a leprechaun? I don't know the answer to that. I, I'm not up on my leprechaun yeah. movie. Uh, All right. Last question. Alan Kimbrough. Do you expect Leach to get a raise if the coaching carousel gets crazy enough? I think I expect Leach to get a raise, period. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be that prevalent in the coaching carousel. Uh, I don't think he is either, but I'm because just Because he, he's a quirky guy. He's, he's just going to get a raise. Yeah. Pe- you know, a lot of people don't want to hire him. He's kind of quirky. You know, he's, he's very gimmicky uh, in their mind. So I don't think you're going to see a thing where it's like Dan Mullen, like he's mentioned for every job like that. His agent's probably not going to float his name around that much. Maybe getting ready to, to ban some or block somebody here. I guess not. Rebistotl? 
No, somebody else. All right, I got one more because Gilman Clang jumped in. I, I don't want to miss his pick two, leave one. Yes. Last one. Hash browns, home fries, baked potato. Um, probably baked potato. Home fries for me. Jelly, jam, or preserves? Preserves. Preserves. U2, REM, the police. You too. You too. Wow, I didn't think we'd agree on that. Cops, Law and Order, CSI. I mean, these are different shows. Cops uh, is real life. Yeah, I like Cops because of like the unpredictability. I there. hate Cops. I, I, I'm sorry. Let me change. Whoa, that. whoa, whoa! whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me, let me go. Let me. I hate the television show <laughs> Cops. Brian, hate that. That that somebody will, will take that, clip clip. that. I know. I know. I don't care. Uh, I I just it's just so like I hate to see people down like that. You know? Yeah, it bothers me. Spider-Man, Iron Man, Batman. Uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. probably. Wow, I, I love Iron Man not think and Batman. On those. I'm not a big Spider-Man guy. All right, that's it. Egg Bowl tomorrow. We're talking Egg Bowl. We're going to dive right into it, and uh, we'll get going from there. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Back with you on, I'm sorry, Wednesday. Be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Mississippi Media Production.